So welcome back guys, thanks for tuning in again for um, another podcast episode, the podcast episode of this month. This is Through Lisa's Eyes, One World, Numerous Lives, and I've got another friend with me. And as always, of course, if you want to see more about the podcast or read up more about the episodes, about old ones, but especially also about this one, you can head to my website on throughlisaseyes.com slash podcast, and you'll find every single episode and way more background information there. You can also always, of course, if you want to check out more about me and about about my travels you can check out my instagram account through lisa's eyes or also just read through my travels on my website through lisa's eyes.com and now i'm really excited to have my next friend with me florentina hello hi <laughs> so nice to uh, have you here and so cool to have met you i mean when did we meet first i think like three months ago four months ago probably yeah yeah i think it was the pop-up lounge when we saw yeah and then yeah. Met again after that because we met through a mutual friend marcella um who has been on another episode here with me as well yeah. and uh, we met in the co-working space where marcella works and where also florentina has her business yes and we're going to be talking about a lot of interesting very memorable events in your life history wise business wise personal development wise so so many interesting yeah. points to touch here and i'd say um we'll just hit it off with actually starting in the present what you're actually doing right now so florentina has a really interesting business is a really well maintained business owner of do you want to introduce yes, it? yes <laughs> sure um so i'm the founder and owner of my local app, which is a platform where you can as a bride or as a couple search for vendors you need for your wedding so it's in location catering bridal wear menswear hair and makeup everything you need we offer but they're always family businesses in the um, region that you're searching for so we try nice. to support the region and the mm -hmm. local vendors and instead of running to the bigger company we hope to give you plenty of reasons to go to smaller businesses. Yeah, it's nice to support the local yeah. business environment. And not just that, it's also you feel how they just care a lot more about your event than a, maybe mm -hmm. an agency or a bigger company. They're just wholeheartedly working on your day mm -hmm. and really trying to make it as memorable as possible. Yeah. Yeah. When did, really you, when did you launch the business? We launched August um, 2019, so last mm -hmm. year, now seven months. And I'm so excited to announce that we are profitable yeah. um, so quickly. So we're <laughs> yeah. very, very happy and it's going in a great direction. Oh, sweet. Yes. That's nice to hear. Thank you. Yes, we're very... It's, and I'm very proud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're based Hard in Hamburg and so. the business is based in Hamburg? Yes. Is yes. it located in Hamburg so you can only do it in Hamburg or can uh, users also use it? Germany yeah, so far we're just in Hamburg because mm -hmm. I also make it uh, really important for me to meet everybody in person. So everybody that you see listed in Hamburg, I met and I really trust in their work and their personalities. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of um, yeah the whole brand identity that we really yeah. want to meet who we recommend. So it's just in Hamburg now, but we're now trying to roll out in Cologne and then Munich. So oh, it's sweet. growing slowly. But we're working on other cities. So, for example, if you live in Munich or in Berlin and you want to get married in Hamburg, of course, you can use our platform. Mm -hmm. And because destination weddings is also getting a bigger thing. So mm -hmm. you can always use for when, uh, use it to uh, search for vendors in our yeah. um, city here in Hamburg, but not in others so far. Coming mm -hmm. soon. No, but I think it's yeah. really nice because, I mean, there's so much out there. And yeah. I think it's a crucial aspect these days that yeah. you actually differentiate your business by that. Yeah. That you're not just going with the yeah. flow and like there's so much online, so many services yeah. that you can get, so yeah. many platforms that gather information. Yeah. But I think this is really something that 
sets you apart from yeah. these other services. Yeah, and not just that, we even went one step further and said we're not going to list every family business, we're just mm -hmm. going to list six per category. Okay. So, and also because I cannot meet 700 companies. Yeah, <laughs> um, so we're listing only six in each category maximum, sometimes even less because we don't really force ourselves to f uh, make it full uh, very quickly. If we meet the right people, we list them. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so it's maximum six. So you know that everybody we met is really from quality and personality, the best you should be able to find in Hamburg. Mm -hmm. And again, going away from the overstimulation on I don't care if it's Google or a magazine, you mm -hmm. always yeah. find too much from everything. So when you search for, let's say, a florist in Hamburg, you sometimes don't even know why you should take the third in the Google search and not the seventh. Mm -hmm. So we really try to give them another benefit on top of that and make it a lot more personal. Yeah, I think it's very clever to break it down because like from a yeah. psychological perspective, um, we can't really make decisions yeah. when there's too much information we have yeah. to decide from. Yeah. So I think it's a good concept to very limit it already yeah. and make it easy. I think like yeah. planning a wedding is already so stressful as yeah. such. So. Yeah. And we had a <laughs> few feedback rounds, uh, feedback rounds with brides and couples mm -hmm. and they all said that nobody needs 20 offers from 20 flowers they just want to feel safe with the decision that they make mm -hmm. so giving them six options and knowing that each of them are equally good they just feel a lot less stress while the planning and we always forget that brides and couples or grooms i always talk about the brides <laughs> but it is a female forced yeah. um, industry so we always forget that they have a full-time job sometimes they have kids they have family yeah. they have a life so it's really difficult uh, for them to even on top of that plan a wedding which usually is a part-time job for mm, one totally. one year or one yeah. and a half years so we really try to make the whole process a lot uh, less stressful and a lot a lot more enjoyable how did you come up with this idea ah it's so funny i'm i told you i'm from kosovo yeah. so there it's so normal to have a huge wedding and we have so many siblings and cousins that we have like several weddings every year every time the issues are always the same we all talk about weddings all the time, especially as a woman in our culture. It's really a daily, almost a daily topic. So I thought at one time, at one point, I thought, okay, this is such a big day and it's so oriented on families and couples and the future life. But why is it not emotional? Why is it not enjoyable? Mm -hmm. So my cousin complained, my female cousin, she complained about the process because she was going through planning yeah. her wedding. And she complained about it and I was like, oh my God, the founder that I am, I should be able to find a solution for this. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to, you know, go through this experience and not enjoy it. You will regret this for the rest of your life, yeah. maybe. That it's you... only happening once. Yeah, it, best case, it happens <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these days, yeah. tendencies are quite different. But... Yeah, but that's good. We have return customers, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's when I thought about it first. And that was also a time mm -hmm. where I was questioning what I was doing anyway. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, maybe this is a sign. This is something I could focus on and just revalue it. Also, what I think I'm here to do in mm -hmm. this life. Like, what is my purpose? And that was a moment where I questioned everything anyway. So I thought, okay, maybe it is to help families. Maybe mm -hmm. it is to, I don't know, help brides have a happier life and yeah. support family-owned businesses. So it all led to a new reason to live and to find a purpose. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of just fell into each other yeah yeah sometimes these ideas just come yeah. flying they might have been like somewhere in the back of your mind yeah. already and have developed throughout the yeah. years and yeah and that's also when i realized that my family values have always been very very strong yeah. but when that topic came i was like oh my god i never realized how strong they were and that has been mm -hmm. a sign for years 
yeah. which I should have realized that this is something I should focus on, but I didn't because life happens and you become something else. Mm. And then I was like, oh yeah, this just put everything in a new perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting yeah. how you develop so many values and character yeah. traits and all of that uh, throughout yeah. your life. And you're never fully aware of them. Yeah. And then yeah. there comes a time in your life when yeah. you start making yourself aware of them. Yes. I find that so, so exciting yeah. in a way because that's happening throughout yeah. your life all the time. Yeah, definitely. That something's occurring, an event, yeah. you meet someone whatsoever. And then I even had moments like I was just sitting on a train yeah. going somewhere or some, yeah. something and then suddenly it would just yeah. hit me and I would be like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is how did I not see yeah. that? How did I not see <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, exactly. Have I been going through life blindly? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, and it still happens. That's the thing. Once you mm. open the door to that, I feel yeah. like it happens every time, over and over again. Maybe with Absolutely. smaller things. Yeah, but it's still you just open a door, and I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more um, like the thing of um, opening your mind. Yeah. To actually thinking, like yeah. to these thinking patterns yeah. and all of that. And now I also realize I just was talking to Marcella actually about this. I told her that sometimes when I just lay in bed or on the couch and I just try to relax, the moment where my mind and my body really calms down after a stressful week or a mm. day, I always come up with new ideas yeah. and I just stand up like drastically like, oh my God, genius. <laughs> and I think once you really just, as you said, open your mind to it and to just, you know, let thoughts flow and just see what you think and see what you feel, it can open anything. You know, mm -hmm. Let it be a new business idea, better relationship to yourself and to your partner, you know, mm -hmm. it can be anything. So just open and accept whatever you feel and think. That's what I always do when I have these ideas. I just put mm -hmm. it down in a list. So I have a list yeah. right now where I put it down on a Trello oh, nice. board. Yeah. And uh, sometimes these ideas are not even like fully developed yet. Yeah, yeah. And it's they're just, just crazy yeah, ideas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's actually a list that's called crazy ideas, oh, nice. which I did four years ago. Yeah. And then you just put down that's things fun. and you've got no yeah. idea what they're going to end up to. Yeah. And now four years later, actually yeah. almost all of these aspects and all of these crazy ideas yeah. have become projects. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And yeah it's so interesting yeah. i also have a list and i think i started making it with 18 or something mm. and i don't know where it is but i know i have about 20 or 26 more business ideas and i don't know where it is i'm looking Sweet. for it so i don't know when i find it i will let you know yeah yeah and then maybe i can check off a few things yeah yeah i have yeah. it digitalized by yeah. now yeah. yeah yeah i'm really trying to whenever like just putting it down yeah. on my phone wherever i am and yeah. even if i'm just having a conversation with someone and mm -hmm. suddenly like a thought would pop into my yeah, mind yeah. just write just it down right there yeah. to not forget it yeah it also calms you down you don't have to remember yeah you know it's just write down done let's see what happens yeah, it's a good yeah. technique. It's something I'm learning right now that yeah. um, with increasing workload, you have mm, to get yeah. better and better at automation. Definitely. Otherwise, yeah. you're just not going to be able to handle yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Tell me. I love automation. <laughs> I just started using with my whole team Monday.com. I mean, this mm -hmm. is not advertisement, but it's really nice. Yeah, I, know. I love Monday.com. You can automate so many things. And just the fact that I don't have to think to, you know, onboard a new listing partner or tell my intern to do this, tell my designer to do this. It's just oh, peace. Mm -hmm. It brings you peace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about creating those yeah. patterns and techniques. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you underestimate it. I mean, I'm yeah. always, I've always been a very organized person yeah. and I thought that was enough. But yeah. recently, these past <laughs> months, I'm getting yeah. into the mood and I'm getting yeah. the feeling of, okay, yeah. you really like, this is really helping you yeah. to actually relax your yeah. mind and to Definitely. have the energy that you need and the capacity yeah. for the really important things. Definitely. And also you have to plan to be creative and it doesn't happen if you are not organized. Exactly. You know, you just can't let go of work if you're not organized yeah. to be creative. 
And I remember when I was still working for bigger companies where I was an accountant or stuff, I did so many jobs, I feel like I had 10 lives. <laughs> and there they always used to say, it's all about process, it's all about processes, you know, define a process. And I mm -hmm. never understood why they're so crazy about process. And I'm like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. Once yeah. you write a process down, it's always the same. Yeah, It really makes so much sense to focus on really structure from the early stage on before yeah. it gets messy. We moved from Excel sheets of organizing 400 contacts on an Excel sheet. Then to Monday, now we have like, I think, 2,000 um, vendors we're talking to like uh, across Germany. I wish we did it earlier because even of 400 course, yeah. on an Excel sheet is so much. Mm -hmm. And now it's just heaven. Yeah. You get to work and you're not scared of opening an Excel sheet. It's really nice. Yeah. You mentioned earlier, as a founder, yeah. you called it. That implies that you have been founding before. Yes. So before you got to the stage, um, mm -hmm. what happened before that? You also mentioned you're from Kosovo. So how did yes. all of that happen? How did you end up here, actually? Yeah. Um, so we immigrated to, uh, to Germany during the war in the Balkans. That was 1998. Mm -hmm. So we flew from there. Uh, we were three kids, uh, kids back then. Now we're five. Um, and we switched cities plenty of times. We moved like every five years to another city in Germany. Mm -hmm. So we went from, oh God, I don't know the English terms, Rheinland-Westfalen to Baden-Württemberg mm -hmm. yeah, and then Bavaria. German states. Yeah. <laughs> German states. So we moved really every south. five years in the south. And this is also why I don't have an accent in German because mm -hmm. we moved so many times that I never really picked up a strong dialect. So um, yeah, that's how we ended up always in different cities. And I think also that made me really adjust to new people. Mm -hmm. It kind of teached me to always really be open to anybody yeah. and they I now imagine yeah every five years as a kid it sounds you know exciting but when you're mm -hmm. older you're like damn i never had time to really create strong friendships yeah and now i remember that i really never had great friendships it was just you know yeah we're here for five years let's see how long we stay mm -hmm. here but anyway and then at one point they bought a house in bavaria and they're all living there now my whole family my siblings my parents i moved to hamburg for studies so um that's how i came to hamburg and after a few years, I've always had, you know, a, a doer characteristic. I always wanted mm -hmm. to do stuff and I love the creation process of actually creating anything. It could have been, I don't know, designing something or yeah. just craft mm -hmm. work. I don't know, do it DIYs, whatever. And at one point I thought, okay, I love my, you know, what I study. I studied fashion brand and trend management. Mm. So something, yeah, very trendy. And <laughs> then I at one point thought, okay, this is not making me happy. I have th three jobs I have to cover just to be able to pay for that student loan. Yeah. And it really wasn't how I imagined it at all. So I quit after three semesters and I went to Italy. I thought, okay, which country where I can go with my Kosovo passport because you're not allowed to travel anywhere. Mm -hmm. So which country in, the, in Europe can I go to and stands for loving life, loving yourself, <laughs> just being, just joy. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, that's Italy, you know, Italy, pasta, wine. It's just the perfect place to go to find yourself. So I How went... How old were you back then? I think I was 21. Yeah, so it was during yeah, but studies. Still, but still young. It's still young, but I had a crisis. Young. I had a crisis. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know where I wanted to end up, what I was doing. It wasn't making mm. me happy. It was just questioning everything. And the person that I am, I really endure a lot of things for a long time physically. So I really continued three semesters, even though I felt that from the first semester on. Mm -hmm. I still continued for one more year. I had three jobs. Oh, it was ridiculous. And then at one point I thought, okay, you're not happy. You're crying almost every day oh before you go to university every day because mm. we had to be there every day. It was a private university. 
It was basically like school. I didn't want to go. I got six leaves almost every day because I just didn't want to go. I hated it so much. You didn't enjoy the study content or was it like the people? It was also the people. I mean, mm. when you come as a refugee to a country and you're used to never having enough of anything or always kind of feeling like you're fleeing from stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you're in a university where people have, I don't know, mango plantation in Australia. Mm. You know, it's a whole another universe and they come there with all their fancy bags and stuff. Just life had crushed me. Like, I was like, okay, this is not how I thought I could make a change mm -hmm. in other people's lives or how I imagined my life to be. So, yeah, I quit. And then I was like, okay, I quit everything. Once I decided to quit, I did everything in two weeks. I quit all my jobs. I quit my university. I quit my oh, wow. flat. I actually yeah. subrendered it so I had a bit of income while traveling. And then I left. I left for the Alps for two weeks. So I went hiking for two weeks just to find myself. I have never been hiking before. <laughs> so I had 17 kilograms of backpack with me and I was hiking so high that I had to throw stuff away on my <laughs> way up. It was so heavy. It was too, too heavy. Yeah, it was too heavy. I didn't oh, know God. what I was doing. It was my first hike and I was like, oh my God, girl, you should have Googled this before. <laughs> what do you bring on a long-term hike? And I didn't know. I almost died several times. I slipped like through grass and stuff. Like it was it's such an adventure. It's actually a story on its own. Okay. It's really... <laughs> and then I also... You're just dropping it like this. Yeah. Like, I almost died several times. <laughs> yeah, no, really. It was so... Now that I think about it, there was snow up there. And I didn't... Yeah. Because I Googled, is there snow? And I think it was June. And I thought, okay, let's Google if there's snow. And every fucking website... Sorry. Every website <laughs> said, uh, no, there's no snow. You know, it's June. Mama, mama. In southern Switzerland, north Ital Italy, they said it's too warm, no snow. I went up there, believe me, sister, there was snow. I had no shoes for that. I had no equipment. And I had to throw my backpack on the other side of one mountain so I could jump over and continue my hike because there was snow and no actual route. Ah, Seriously? Crazy stories. Gosh. And then I just took my phone and my water and I thought, okay, if my backpack rolls down, I will lose it, but I can't yeah, lose water in my phone. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, okay. And then I just finger crossed and hoped for it not to roll down and fortunately didn't. But damn, that was a day. Yeah. <laughs> and then also what I really found so interesting that all those situations after I think seven or eight days hiking, I got a crying attack. I cried the whole day so loudly that I couldn't stop during my whole hike. And that's when I realized I've reached my point mm -hmm. and I can't continue my life like I did. And maybe because especially the hiking was so difficult, it really made all the emotions come out. It completely pushes you. Yeah, to yeah. The, it just the pushed edge, me like to literally. the... <laughs> literally yeah. to the edge and I think that's why everything came out and I realized oh my god I'm not happy I don't like where my life is going how could I not have seen this again with the you know mm -hmm. you don't listen to yourself yeah, yeah. and that just was a turning point for me one of the many turning points and after that I went to Italy I think was, I started in Milano then I went down and at one point I was in Sicily so more three months I think I was just traveling and backpacking and when I came back I realized oh my god I need to be a founder I need to do my own thing. I always struggle to work for other people. Mm -hmm. But that was the point when I knew, okay, I want to create something on my own. Mm -hmm. And what can I do without any investment? Because I was basically a quitting student. I was broke as fuck. So I thought, okay, I have a laptop. I'm graphically really well. Yeah. And I love to learn coding on my own. 
let's start a website design business. <laughs> so I started as a web designer. Okay. That was the first so that thing. That was the first business. Yeah, so when I came back from hiking um, and from the uh, Italy experience, I got my Gewerbeschein on the 1st mm -hmm. January 2016. So I started the whole year with a good intention. Just explanation, Gewerbeschein is like a, yeah. like a state document you can get basically to be yeah. able to work. So when you register basically your one person company, Yeah. yeah, but you don't have, you're not incorporated yet. Yeah, like a freelancer. It's, oh, yeah, it's like really, word. it's really yeah. easy to yeah. work with it's that, 20 but bucks, you, you don't go have there. to incorporate. Yeah, that. yeah, it's 20 bucks, you go there, it takes 10 minutes, and then you can start working for other companies. Yeah. And that was really, really nice, because I, A, expected it to be a lot more difficult, mm -hmm. but it was such an important day, I think, the day after I bought a <laughs> bottle of wine and I celebrated, yeah. <laughs> I had no business whatsoever yet running, it was just... Ugh. I made a decision for me. Something is starting. Yeah, something is starting. <laughs> yeah. And it's the first January 2016. It was a new year, new goals, and just new perspective. And oh, now I forgot the that? question. Where what did is, we... Oh, no, there wasn't really a question. We were just like <laughs> yeah. going back that yeah. way and coming all the way back from yeah. there. So crazy. That's yeah, that was story, really... Yeah. How, you, um, how you had the first idea. And I mean, yeah. like this Italy story, seriously. It really you just, changed You just so had much. it out by yourself. Like yeah. for the hiking and because I knew you can't rely on anybody you know everybody has their mm -hmm. own journey and if you ask people for advice it's always their advice based on their experience mm -hmm. so if you don't make your own you will never know what you are made to do yeah you know it can be something completely different if somebody would have told me oh my god if that I will be in wedding industry in the wedding industry I would have laughed because I'm always the one making jokes of my all my cousins you know mm -hmm. oh you're taking this too serious you yeah. know just enjoy the day <laughs> And now I'm in the wedding industry. I never thought that. Yeah. But I always tell people, for me, it's really not about the weddings. I could have done this marketplace basically at the end. For any other industry, for me, it's just so important to have a value. Mm -hmm. And this is so family-orientated that I really, really love what I do. Really, it's sometimes not the thing that you do, but more with why you do it. Yeah, yeah more and the bigger that, value behind it. Yeah, yeah, and seeing the big picture. And starting as a web designer really helped because I knew I just wanted to start I knew this is not the, the end. I will not do websites for the rest of my life, but it's a good start. Mm -hmm. And I learned so much. And funnily enough, the person that I am, I can never do something for too long. After six months, I had another business idea. Mm -hmm. So I started my online store where you can um, customize your own jackets. So you can choose between colors and materials for okay. different parts of the jacket and you can mix and match it your own. And I accidentally found, accidentally as in Googling mm -hmm. <laughs> for manufacturers <laughs> who do crazy stuff, I found those and I was like, oh my God, okay, the customer wants to have individualized products. And mm -hmm. for me, it was a, another breakthrough. <laughs> and then I started six months later, I started another business with 350 bucks of marketing budget. Oh, and God. in three months, we made 10K. Okay. So again, it went... And that's Very even, crazy. but that's even more difficult. I mean, like if you're working yeah. in apparel and fashion, yeah, there's so much more to consider. I mean, with yeah, web design, obviously it's, you just it's a start. skill itself, yeah. but you can just start. It's just yeah. a service that you are supplying and yeah. you basically just have to have your laptop and you can start right yeah. there. Yeah. But with apparel and fashion, obviously you need it's way completely more different. Input. Yes. And I started as a drop shipping. So we didn't have all the struggle that other businesses have. We didn't have to manufacture. We didn't have to store. We had no extra employees. So I did everything again on my own. I had mm. nobody helping me. Wow. So everything. And because I was a web designer, I could do the whole marketing. I could do the whole online store. I did the payment functions. I did everything on my own.
my own. Mm. And I started with 350 bucks. And I remember then from Hamburg going back home, being like, mom, I need holiday. I rented my home. I need bucks for the marketing. Uh, I'm going to stay here for two months and just work on my business. So I went there and luckily we had no inventory. So it was perfect. Mm -hmm. But I went to my parents and I remember sitting in the terrace and just working and trying to make sales. And whenever I had a sale, I was like, oh, my God, we need to celebrate. Bring coffee, and bring cakes. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really, really nice. Awesome. But again, from the struggle back to another idea, because what I found out just recently that I love the struggle. Mm -hmm. I love the beginning. I love when everything is unclear. You don't know where this is heading. Yeah. And when all the issues are just thrown at you. And that's what I enjoy the most. As soon as something runs smooth, I'm like, oh, God, OK, I need something new. <laughs> this is too easy. <laughs> yeah, this is too easy. I don't I don't need this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's good and bad, of mm -hmm. course, uh, because I feel like I will never settle down, kind of. And now with my local wedding, I'm so happy because I found something that has the potential to grow in every country and everywhere. It's completely different. A wedding is never the same, especially when you go to another country, the culture, mm -hmm. the tradition, the, you know, the language. Mm -hmm. Everything is so different that you will or we will have to onboard the whole new target audience completely different in every country. Mm -hmm. So this gave me the guarantee for never being the same. And I needed that. I needed something, a new project after, I think, one and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. And then I needed it again something new, of course, after the store was running too smooth. <laughs> Um, I needed something new so then I had this idea and I was like okay this is perfect this is this fulfills my own personal values mm. I know I can do this for the rest of my life and it will never get boring so that was really yeah because it's so diverse and so diverse I mean yeah. only thinking of India if we ever I hope expand to India oh, complete another level mm. no matter what we learned in Europe India will be completely different or America or South Africa, you know, it could be anything. So you aspire I, to take it global? Yes, definitely. It's mm -hmm. definitely a goal. Exciting. And I'm trying to go there city by city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's it's right. really fascinating. I mean, seriously, just hearing your story, you just gave like a quick wrap up. Yeah. I mean, there's been so much happening. Oh also. my God, and so much struggle. You never know yeah. where things are going. Now it looks like I knew what I was doing, but I was worried every day where yeah, this yeah. is going. And is the shop my last stop? I Back then, I didn't know I would do again something new. Yeah. I thought, okay, maybe the shop is the thing that I could do. And this mm -hmm. will be my calling in life just to find out that it's not. Yeah. So I think you constantly try to find yourself again and again. And at one point, finally, when I started listening to my own self, I realized, okay, that's also not the thing. Mm -hmm. I can't sell jackets for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's not fulfilling. So yeah, I realized, okay, let's find something new. Yeah, but I think that's the yeah. important aspect that yeah. you are re-evaluating and re reflecting. Yeah. I mean, that's what I always try to yeah. practice. And that's what I'm always trying to share with people. Yeah. Because people tend to get stuck in yeah. situations and tend yeah. to just I mean looking at you how you studied and how you um, went on with your studies and yeah I mean just imagine you had never left those studies yeah and it just put up with that situation and I mean then looking at how you were feeling in Italy and how you're really yeah. being honest to yourself and saying seriously I can't do this anymore yeah just imagine you've never taken that step yeah yeah and, and you've never had that realization yeah and, and that is, again, so interesting because I have four other siblings and I keep talking to another friend of mine and we're both always asking ourselves, why are we both, me and my family and she and her family, the only ones being so completely different? Mm. Why are we both the ones who really want to achieve something bigger in life, want to create mm. something, want to help other people? We have a really deep connection to finding a purpose, but why don't my siblings have it? 
So sometimes I'm like, I could have been like, it's nothing bad. My siblings are happy. They have a good life. They chose to be father and mother, whatever, and have a normal job. If I would have been so happy with a normal life, it would have been a lot easier. Mm. To be honest, it's so difficult to be a founder. There are a lot of things that are easier to do. It would have been so completely different. And I'm so often just so amazed by the fact that we all came from the same mother from the mm -hmm. same father, the same DNA, and we are all so different. And it's just so interesting to see that still everybody can turn their lives into completely different things. Yeah, yeah. And it's just up to you if you listen to it or not. Same yeah. genes, same DNA, Everything. same childhood, same yeah. upbringing. Yeah. But yet different, so different. different roots. It's, yeah. it's almost the same with my uh, brother and I. Mm. I love him to bits. We're like yeah, best yeah. friends. We're almost like twins, although we're not. Yeah, nice. But uh, he also, he's really amazing and yeah. he's taken on amazing steps he's created so much in his life yeah um but we're really different on how we're pursuing things mm -hmm. and yeah. with me having this drive of also being a founder and yeah. doing something and creating something for myself and building yeah. up my own business and he had never really had that in that regard but yeah. he had other aspirations yeah in other regards exactly. yeah and it's so fascinating to see yeah. how determined you can be in such different directions yeah definitely and i also see that how much joy can be in anything mm -hmm. if you're just really true to yourself and this is yeah. really what you want i mean my mother has been a, a homestay mom forever she never worked mm -hmm. but she is so so happy that i really cannot wait to be a mother myself because i know there is so much joy in everything you do as long as you know that this is your calling yeah And I know, oh my God, I, I'm so excited when I get a mother for the first time, because I keep telling people one of the reasons why I became a founder in the first place, even the web design, when everything started, because I realized and I saw so many women around me who lost their position or their job just because they decided to marry or get a kid. I knew that I wanted to create something for myself mm -hmm. where I never have to worry. I yeah. don't want to be afraid of being a mother just because I could potentially lose my job or mm -hmm. the respect that I owned from employees before. I mean, It's interesting that you're saying that because yeah. that's actually a thought that popped into my head when yeah. I was leaving my job now. Because yeah. I left my job end of November. Right before that, I was finally thinking again, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You're leaving the state system. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the state the security. system of support and security. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell are you doing, Lisa? What are you thinking? Yeah. And then the second thought was actually, no, you're actually creating a way better and yeah. more amazing life for you because what you are creating right now and what you're yeah. striving towards if that hits yeah. and the way you want to build that yeah you've got so much more flexibility you've yeah. got so much more time to yeah. spend with your kid and yeah you're going to provide for yourself of course you're not going to get the support yeah but you're still going to make so much money yeah. and you can provide um, yourself from that yeah. and, and also be happier and i really think that i mean mm -hmm. i don't have kids yet but i really know from me as a kid having my mother and my father you can also respect your parents or you do automatically a lot more when you know that they're really doing what they love mm -hmm. i think it's just another mother-child relationship also yeah. when you really do what you love and they see your passion every day even though you're struggling i think it also gives a nice lesson yeah. you know so, and I mean, that can be in any kind. It doesn't have yeah. to be being a founder. It can no, be it can be interesting. Just pursuing yeah, your yeah. dream job. And, yeah. yeah. And just deciding maybe to go another route or move cities or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, or maybe leave the partner. I don't know, you know. Things happen. Or maybe Life even happens. because I, I believe yeah. there's obviously job situations out there where 
people can't necessarily change the job yeah. but then maybe um, showing your child how you can love life around yeah. that I think yeah. it's always about Definitely. how do you define a life situation for yeah. you how do you define yeah. what is your job worth yeah. um, is that gonna, going to be you don't like your job yeah. is this going to be your main focus yeah. or is it just going to be your provider because that's Definitely. what you're getting from the job is security you're getting money and you can live a, a happy life yeah. so maybe you should put your focus on to living that happy life then yeah. and just seeing the job as it's giving yeah, me the security and being thankful yeah. for that it's so funny because my boyfriend is an accountant mm -hmm. and that is as you know secure in german as he can get yeah. you know <laughs> he has a normal job he works in a big company is an accountant but he has this exact same you know view in life he does his job because it gives him money to live his life. Mm -hmm. He doesn't put any emotion in his job. He said, like, yeah, it's easy. And once a month, I'm stressed because, you know, they do monthly reports. He said, yeah, that's the easiest job. You get great money and he lives his life. And it's so nice to see even in my own relationship how different we both mm -hmm. think. I feel like I'm always 10 years ahead mm -hmm. of my own self and all my goals. And he's like, yeah, life is good. <laughs> so it really makes you also realize life can be nice at any point. You just have to make a decision. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, talking about life lessons and yeah. uh, like aspirations, you told me that you have met uh, a really aspirational yeah. person in your life, haven't you? Man, Which has I been did. so exciting and I'm so jealous yes. of that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so, so exciting. He has been my role model before I even started with web designing before mm -hmm. I even he was actually one of the reasons why I thought okay find out what I really like I cannot continue with this he was one of the reasons why I went to Italy why I went hiking why I stopped everything I met Gary Vaynerchuk mm -hmm. and that was also so crazy because before I met him I I think I started listening to him 2015 yeah. and um, in summer I left so a few months while I was listening to him I was always saying oh my god i know i have a bigger purpose in life i don't know what it is maybe it's too early but let's just you know focus and continue with uni i thought it was an interesting to or important to finish university anyway at one point he said in one of his videos i mean he's always very you know screaming and pushing you to do things but in one of the videos he said you know stop complaining you have your life in your hands and mm -hmm. you can choose stop what you're doing do what you love stop what you're doing find out what you love mm -hmm. and then do what you love so i was like yeah i never took time to find out what i love mm -hmm. i never took time i went from school directly to university i never had a break i never mm -hmm. went traveling i never focused on me and especially in our culture and families are different but in my family we always think about the whole family we never think yeah. about individual likings and you know goals we always think okay. what can we do to make the family better you know to okay. to have maybe a better life better house better flat whatever but i was never asked what i like in my family i never focused on me because it's not a thing mm -hmm. and then i was like okay gary is right mm -hmm. <laughs> let's leave this and go hiking mm -hmm. so when i came back he's actually so the reason why i got a founder and why i really pushed myself mm -hmm. in my family nobody told me oh yeah go risk your life oh, yeah, yeah, and no. go be a founder <laughs> nobody says that and especially <laughs> not in my family they're very traditional so gary v on my ears all the time he mm. told me to be a founder yeah. and he's the reason why i wanted to be and why i finally had the guts to do it let's Years. maybe give a brief oh, yeah. overview of who he actually is for the people who don't know him oh yeah uh, gary v <laughs> is the motivational spe um, motivational speaker um but he hates calling him like that mm. uh, he also has an agency for marketing and it's all based in new york he's really huge you should check him out gary and then v v w -E. you should google him he's really really great I mean, he's so always very 
upfront and yes. a bit aggressively talking. Yeah. But um, so if you want somebody mm -hmm. who pampers you, that's not the right <laughs> guy. Not the guy. <laughs> but I needed that. I needed somebody yeah. who really told me, you know, girl, get it yeah. and shut up. Just do the work and you will and see, I the, see the resemblance to Italy. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, definitely. Grew from a wine business. Didn't yeah. He? Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, I never yeah. thought about that aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. did. He started with the wine business of his father. They also were immigrants. So we also had that same story. And I always knew I cannot learn from somebody who hasn't felt the same pain mm -hmm. or hasn't come from the same place where I came from. Mm -hmm. I mean, not as in, you know, origins, but more like as in pain and storyline. Mm -hmm. So knowing that he went through basically the same story and still made a big deal out of him that he is today. I mean, he wants to buy the Jets. Who can afford to buy the Jets? For, I think now 290 million. <laughs> I don't know. But... Uh, it's crazy and I just saw like myself in a male version and That's I knew nice. he is my role model he has been for so many months and years I knew I wanted to meet him it was so crazy and I told myself Florentina you will not give any interview until you meet Gary <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah I, I, I told myself that I said okay nobody ever will be able to interview you before you do that even if Forbes ask you're not gonna do it <laughs> And crazily, a few years later, which was 2018, two years later, that's only two years only. Mm. Two years later, it happened. Ridiculous. It's crazy how you sometimes, I mean, obviously this yeah. is something, I mean, you did apply for it. So yeah. you basically won the meeting, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So you had some control over that. Yeah. But a lot of, like a big part wasn't in your control. And yeah. I find it so yeah. fascinating how once you visualize it, yeah. how things are just becoming yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, for me, I also last year, I think it was in November, I wanted to do that for a really long time, putting up a vision board or yeah. like my life vision board of yeah. just the visions I had for just my life these, in pictures yeah. and just putting all of that together. And obviously that's a to-do that you can't really be like, okay, today is the day you're going to do it. You have yeah. to feel it. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I was just procrastinating, procrastinating. Yeah, and yeah. then one day I was like, okay, this is the day. Yeah. And then I put it down. And since then, seriously, things have just been happening yeah. just like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I really believe in the power of you imagining your own future yeah i even went so and far and making that then. future big yeah yeah, yeah. Putting, like really and big it, goals down. Yeah, yeah 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 and even if you reach 10 percent of that that's really yeah. still great yeah <laughs> so i really remember thinking oh my god i could meet gary vaynerchuk it was 2016 and i was excited of meeting him someone you know i was like yeah i will meeting someone i will ask him this and i can't believe oh my god it would be so great <laughs> i was so in it like i've already had an appointment <laughs> Yeah. So you met him in New York, right? Yes, I flew over there. I was um so he was giving away, you know, meetups for founders in their startups. So anybody could apply and I just sent an email and applied. Actually, you had to buy the new book mm -hmm. from him and I was like, yeah, I buy every book anyway, so why not buy the new one again? But this time you had to buy 10. And I was like, you know what? I learned so much from him. It doesn't matter in which business. I learned so much from marketing. He has the best videos on all those things. Really check his YouTube out. It's awesome. I learned so much for free that buying 10 books for, I think it was $145, is nothing compared to all the counseling and, you know, coaching I got from him without him noticing. So I thought, okay, let's buy this. And then I will give nine away to people who really need the advice on it. Yeah, I bought 10. I gave nine away. And then you had to send in with a receipt. So I did that. And I was like, hey, yeah, I'm so happy to meet him. I can't wait. I'm already excited. I have a list of questions. I'm so ready to go there. And I was the only one in Germany ever winning something <laughs> to go there. So I was like, this is just a sign of 
God, you know, whatever, life, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Destiny. Destiny, yeah. And you told me that you basically wrote them every day. Yeah, I wrote <laughs> So talking about determination. <laughs> yeah, talking about how things just happen naturally. I yeah. texted him almost every day with you. I mean, not him in, in that position, but his assistant. Mm-hmm. So she was doing the communication. Um, and I texted them just almost every day. I was like, hey, so excited. When are you, uh, you know, taking or choosing who's coming? And I was like, when are you doing that? And they gave me a date, let's say, I don't know, 20th January. Mm-hmm. And on 21st January in the morning, 7 a.m., I would write the next email. <laughs> hey, Hi, there, did you make a decision? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I did that for, I think, three months because I kept postponing who mm-hmm. wins because I think they weren't true. And it's a whole agency, so they have a lot to do. But I just was on it. I wanted to go there and I imagined it so much. I even started chit-chatting with the assistant on email. It was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And at one point I was watching Netflix, I think 11 p.m. or something. And I got an email. You know when you bounce on your on your screen, you're like, oh, new message, new email. And I got a congratulation and you see who sent yeah. it. And I was like, oh, no, this is not happening. <laughs> and I cried for him. I was so happy. Oh, I, I had happy tears. I've never had an idol. I never cried for a singer or, you know, people yeah, who yeah. just admire other avenues. Yeah young I never had that but I cried for a business owner to meet another <laughs> business owner that really made me so emotional and then I bought a ticket everybody was like do you really think that makes a big difference to meet and I was like yeah it does even if he doesn't answer any of my questions whatever which he did it's just nice to feel his presence his power yeah. to be there to see him I kept talking for it for the next few months I told everybody I was so hyped. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's also what people say about Tony Robbins yeah. when they meet him live because he has such an immense presence yeah. Yeah. and it just takes you and it just consumes yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, I so remember when I went there and it's, as you see in the videos, everywhere is jets. The mm. whole office is full of jet stuff and Gary Vee and it's so, so interesting. You go there and you feel you the energy. You were in his office. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were in the office. So. And you go there and you feel the energy. It's just blowing. It blows you away. Mm. And I realized from them, again, such a moment where you realize stuff or where I realized stuff. I went in there and I knew, and I still know, I will be back. I know I will be there again. <laughs> I don't know why. They're just looking for someone. They're just hiring. Just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm If I go there, I go as a partner. I don't go <laughs> as no, an employee. No, I, But I thought no, about... Totally. <laughs> actually, even back then when I was a web designer, he always was uh, looking for people who work for free. I mean, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, why don't I just offer to work for free? And I was like, girl, you have no money to survive in New York. How are you going to do that? <laughs> But that's what he's also promoting, right? Yeah. That he just, he's just telling people, just go out there, just yeah, work offer your free. services yeah. and just look learn just yeah. learn learn and learn. i was so ready to learn but you have to be realistic like mm-hmm. i cannot survive in new york people have three jobs sometimes course, to survive. Yeah. so it was a bit ridiculous for me to even think about it but it was just nice to imagine to work side by side with somebody who could mm-hmm. motivate you every day on a level oh, you can't even motivate yourself yeah. <laughs> like he is really a big deal we arrived at 7 a.m i think in the morning and the meeting was at eight And we passed his office and he was already live Snapchatting with his team. It was so crazy. The so energy. how was he? Yeah. Very Spirit. energizing. Yeah, he came a bit late, but just fine. Mm-hmm. He's a busy man. But it was really, really nice. My God. I remember I was so fanstruck. I didn't know what to ask and how, how to react. It was really, really interesting. We were four other people, no, three other people and me. So we were four together, founders. And we all went in a circle and everybody asked questions one by one 
So it was really helpful. I went two hours, such great answers. It really motivates you on another level. And I again realized there, back then I even had the idea for my local wedding, but it wasn't happening yet. Okay. So I told him, yeah. oh yeah, I have this new thing and my, my, but I was asking stuff about the store because the store was the recent you know, project that I had. But I said, yeah, I have this app idea. And he said, oh yeah, what is it? It's interesting. What is it for a kind of app? I said, oh yeah, nothing important. Because back then I didn't have a clear vision of it, what it will be. It's just another project mm -hmm. of mine. I don't yeah, even yeah. know where this is going so i didn't even talk about my local wedding and that's the crazy part he's somebody a big advocate for family-owned businesses especially mm. because of the store with his father and the wine store i think he would have been the perfect and he still is yeah. the perfect guy to talk Give about us yeah but I didn't back then. So I know I will be back again. I don't know how, mm. but I will make sure yeah, just, he knows about my local wedding. Yeah. And but so what's the main takeaways you, you took from that day or from that meeting with him? Everybody asked me, why are you going there? What do you want to achieve? Yeah, maybe I should go to this meeting with Gary with a goal. And then I realized, okay, my goal is not really getting an answer to crazy questions because mm. I already learned so much from him on the, on the videos that I didn't really need advice. I just went there with a goal that he remembers me. Mm. I just want him to know who Good I one. am. Good one. And once he hears from me, he will be like, wasn't that the crazy girl from Germany? Mm. I just want to know that he remembers me and that was my goal okay. just getting in the energy from him and seeing that everything you do pays off in the end if you mm -hmm. just go through and he's the just the perfect picture for that mm -hmm. so he just motivated me a lot a lot more to continue with everything that i was doing i just got an advice like yeah. that from a businessman in cape town when i was in yeah. cape town recently um at a business meetup mm -hmm. and um he was like you need those five minutes yeah and you need that contact you walk over there you drop a line that's yeah. memorable and that's what you need to yeah. do and that's why i <laughs> told him yeah definitely and i thought okay what would stick with a guy mm -hmm. that heard everything mm -hmm. you know what could i say to somebody who really heard every story in life especially because he had such a tough childhood yeah, was a meeting like a hundred people and a, day. a thousand million yeah. meetings a day so i thought okay the only thing that differentiates differentiates me with other guests are that he and i have the same story with you know fleeing away from a country mm -hmm. so i told him about that we're refugees and we came to germany the way that they did to america and that we struggle all the time and that that was one of the biggest reasons for me to change my life mm -hmm. not just for me because i found out what i wanted but also always thinking of my family and what can i do to support all of them Yeah. As a woman, you never feel that you have to support your whole family. Usually that's a feeling men yeah. feel. But I always had that. I always mm -hmm. felt like, even as a child, I said, okay, I said, okay, I need to do something in my life that can support 12 people, <laughs> which is so hard. But then when I saw him again there, I was like, yeah, this is it. I found my calling. I know what I want to do. And I just want him to remember me. And it was interesting because then we started talking a bit about the war and how I felt and if I remember stuff. Mm -hmm. So he did ask questions about the war. And I was like, okay, he will never forget the story that I told him. And I hope he didn't. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. We can, we can hopefully ask him one day. Yeah. I will just send him uh, this podcast. I'll link <laughs> yeah. to your podcast. I mean, just send it anyways. Yeah. And then... I have his email. He said, here's my email and get back when you're further with Yap and stuff and let me know. So I'm still waiting yeah. for the right moment to tell him again that boy i'm ready do you want to invest now i have another goal basically my first goal was for him to be the first one to meet before i have interviews mm -hmm. and now my second goal is i will not accept funding before i ask him and he says no mm -hmm. if he says no it's fine but i'm not gonna accept funding before i, like I ask him. no i yeah. really like it and it's it's really maximum goals 
Yeah. So that's what I like about it because I think it's a tendency that we carry around with us that yeah. we always limit ourselves. Yeah, definitely. In our daily doings, in our goal yeah. setting, and everything. Yeah. And there's no real reason for why no. we should do that. No, it's really not. Especially because a no doesn't hurt. Yeah. Unless you haven't heard enough no's. I feel like people really get rejected too less or they don't learn to get, you know, used to rejection. Mm -hmm. So I think a few more no's would go a long way mm -hmm. with a lot of people. And that's what I learned. Just ask. And no, okay, I'll, I'll come again. <laughs> when I'm better. I do this again better and then I come back. So I think just trusting what you do, doing it again better and then going again. Yeah, and just look at others and look at successful yeah. people and business yeah. owners and creators and yeah. look at them and their lives and how often people told them no. Yeah. And yeah. how often people told them that they couldn't yeah. do what they do today. And that's what yeah. I find so crazy about life and so beautiful at the same time that yeah. you never really know where you can potentially end up because you're not capable of envisioning that definitely and life happens you cannot never and you can never crazy? control where things are going the crazy part is which i still don't talk about too much um is that the week after i met gary v the worst thing in my life happened and that crushed me for three months mm. and still as you see i'm yeah. still emotional But that again helped me because back then, as I told you, I didn't know what my local wedding was. I told him, yeah, it's just a platform. But that moment, that those few months really made me realize how much I care about family. Mm -hmm. And that made me turn my local wedding from just a marketplace to really something that brings value to as many families on mm -hmm. the whole planet as I can. Yeah. And that's my goal now. And even pain can turn into really a lifetime goal if you mm -hmm. listen to it and if you turn it around and don't drag yourself through pain which i mm -hmm. also did for three months of course it's part but of the process. it's part of the process and i think you you just can't control i met gary v i thought my life will change forever to the best mm -hmm. a week later the worst happened mm -hmm. and you can't control no matter how good life is going now you never know what's coming but you can't control how do you react yeah And I think that's also something I'm still learning, but very powerful. It's a continuous learning process. Though. Yeah. So worst thing that we can do is that we think life is static and yeah. that we made one decision and that's going to be the decision for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And that's going to like show us our way, how our life is going to be. From Definitely. Here on. Yeah. It's always changing. It's always in our control. The ball yeah. is always in our corner. And yeah. It's That's just, a very good metaphor. I think it's, yeah. a, it's a decision of whether you let life consume you yeah. and let it be life in every facet. Yeah. Let it be life in yeah. happy moments, unhappy moments, yeah. painful moments, and especially pain. Yeah, especially. Making that pain decision of letting pain yeah. consume you or rising from pain. I'm really such a strong believer that pain forms you if you yeah. let it. It really is such, it. yeah, if you let it, it can really help you be the best version of yourself mm -hmm. and just learn from it. Yeah, because you can't control what's happening around yeah. you. Yeah. But um, you can always, always control how you're reacting. Yeah. And what you Maybe not you take the first three months it. as I did. I was just crying every day, laying in bed. I didn't work But one day. But that's important. And that is also important. It's I so think important. people if you skip hearing that, the story, yeah. I know it sounds sad and oh my god, she got back on her feet, but I cried the fuck out of my life. <laughs> it was so difficult to get back on your feet and I think it's important to talk about that process too. That of it's course. not just oh yeah, I got over it and I oh, started no, no, no. a new thing. No, no, no. It yeah. was so difficult to even find a reason to continue. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. 
life happens and you know it continues you cannot just stop doing what you did mm -hmm. so at one point after you took your time it can be longer i took three months and i lost three of my biggest clients for web design which happens when you don't work at all and you don't answer emails um but life lesson life formed me with 25 but now i'm so happy that i really found what really drives me every day and it makes a big change even though the, the pain is still there and it's daily it's different because i know oh yeah that's the driver mm -hmm. and that's the change i'm gonna make yeah yeah wow that's really fascinating um i mean there's so many things you told mm -hmm. me today so many different things i mean you're only 25 yeah. that's yeah. that's quite the quite the journey you have we're now 26 but so yeah. far already yeah so thank you so much uh, for being so open and especially for sharing this yeah. with me and with the audience as well i really appreciate that and thank you for don't take it for granted yeah of course yeah. thank you uh, thank you for being here i mean it's always i always really appreciate you being so open and being yeah. so willing to share yeah because i think it's so beneficial for people to yeah. hear and to learn from it and definitely and just hear a, different yeah. life stories and that's also what i learned from gary just talk mm -hmm. about your experience no matter yeah. how bad it is you don't even have to talk always about business yeah. just such a pain and to talk through about it is also helpful yeah you never know what somebody's going through and he might think you know i'm going through this i can't be a founder not true there's always a way to do what you love and yeah. thank you for listening because i feel like you don't tell that everybody mm -hmm. if i feel comfortable i tell people and even now i didn't you know tell anything everything yeah, but totally fine. yeah and i think you also do a big part of it because you make people feel comfortable around you and you have an aura where you want to tell stuff <laughs> so well, thank you so you much. just tickle it out of me <laughs> not intentionally yeah <laughs> just being me <laughs> yeah thank you thank you thank you um towards the end of mm -hmm. an episode i always ask if you're thinking about that main driver in your life that main mantra that has mm -hmm. been around you and has been present all the time what would that be for you that always kept you going that always made you wanting more and mm -hmm. that was way before i even knew that gary existed <laughs> i actually was i think 12 or 10 or 11 i don't know i think it was fourth grade and i never was a good student i just did you know my normal stuff i didn't really care too much i had i think d's is in america mm -hmm. like e's yeah. and d's whatever i wasn't really a good student and one day i brought home a we had a test and i had a d again so i showed my dad in germany you have to get a sign for it mm -hmm. so from your parents so i had to show and my dad said to me oh yeah it doesn't matter because you're going to be a mother and a housewife anyway. Mm. So your grades don't matter. And that was the point where I realized I never thought about what I will be in the future. I never realized that it's in my power to decide if I write good grades and change my future or if I don't. Mm. And I just let life happen to me. Mm -hmm. Do I want to react to life? just to the things that it throws at me or do I want to be the one making decisions for my life and I remember so clearly that I always respected my mother for being at home and I still my own self want to have kids but I knew I wanted to change my life and not just let it happen to me yeah and that really changed everything mm -hmm. and from that day on I was the best student in every class almost and every school I changed four times I've always been the best in every grade. Oh, wow. So I really changed completely everything around, which doesn't mean you have to be a great student to be a founder. But it did change perspective. Yeah, just realizing. That. Yeah. Definitely. Just realizing that you can control your life even when you're 12. Mm -hmm. And that you can decide where it's going. I like that. 
Thank you. Well, let's wrap it up here, I'd say. Yeah. Thank you so much again for being so open and thank you guys for tuning in and for listening. I was happy to have you, or we were happy to have you with us. <laughs> thank you so much. If you want to read more about this episode, there's going to be an article on the website as well, so you can read a bit more background information. It's on 3lisaseyes.com slash podcast. And of course, just check out everything behind the podcast there. I'll check out um, my travels on my website or on my Instagram account where you can also find more information about the podcast. Thanks for tuning in and see you next month for the next Monday of the month for a new episode. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.